Hello, I am Sandra Ezekwesili and you come to me for hard facts. Hello Lagos, I am Sandra Ezekwesili and these are your hard facts. Living in the digital age means you're bombarded with information. The federal government is asking Lagosians to believe... Speaker of the House, Femi Bajabi. ...is getting harder and harder to find the truth in the disinformation. Or to put today's headlines into context. One of our soldiers shot me, Sandra, on my reach. That's why I'm here. I ask the tough questions that get to the root of things. The previous election had um, allegations of rigging. Nobody has been able to prove that 2018 elections were rigged. I tell you the history behind the news. I need to take you back. I need to give you a bit of history. Now, Zimbabwe got its independence. I cut through the spin and show you the facts. No, I will, I will let you talk. Coyote, Coyote, I will let you talk if you let me talk. Coyote. There's a reason why more and more Lakotians are tuning in. 570,000 of you. 630,000 people listen to Hard Facts. They know what they're looking for. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili, and these are your Hard Facts. Hello, Lagos. Good afternoon. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili, and these are your Hard Facts. What a weekend. What a weekend. I don't even know where to start. Now, let me start by saying that I am back in the studio, Lagos. I must love you because I walked from Lekki Phase 1 roundabout to Etimiyan Crescent just to give you hard facts. Me, a baby girl. Oh, gosh. I walked in the hot sun as a yellow reach. Hey, God, I must love you. I really must love you. But you love me right back, don't you? That's why you keep telling more and more people to listen to me. In August, 674,000 of you tuned in. That's a new record for me. So thank you, Lagos, for telling everybody to tell everybody else to listen to hard facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. But like I said, there's a a lot happening. Of course, the reason that I had to walk was the NSAS protests. The protesters are still blockading the toll gate and the protests are going on all over the country. And the government has been responding and reacting in a lot of ways. That's all we're going to be talking about on the big weekend from now until four. Nigeria Info has been covering this story from the Morning Crossfire today and the coverage of the protests continues right here on Hard Facts. At four, we'll take a quick break and we'll bring you the second ever episode of Madame Landlord. We're still asking if you think Madam Landlord should extend rent agreements because of COVID-19 and the lockdown. We're going to look at the challenges that Madam Landlord herself is facing. That conversation coming up at four. On the big hard fact, we'll go back to the protests. Let's talk some more about the NSARS protests. I'll tell you what is happening at the moment and we'll talk about all the things that happened over the weekend. You're going to get news updates at the top of the hour every hour. You also need to listen out um, for just a minute that will come your way at any point during the show. The only way you catch it is if you're paying attention. But right now, let's bring you today's Big Three. This is The Big Three. The Big Three. On the Hard Facts. On 99.3 Nigeria Info. A lot of things happened over the weekend, but first, let's talk 
about what is happening right now. Uh, in Edo State, the government just declared a curfew. It starts It starts in less than an hour from now, actually, at 4 o'clock. The government uh, says that there's been violence in the state today, but um, there's disagreement about who is behind the violence. The government says hoodlums pretending to be NSARS protesters uh, attacking people and vandalizing places. Protesters are saying that they have no hand in the violence and that these are thugs sent to sabotage uh, the protests and discredit the protests. In fact, the protesters are saying that they are not even on the streets today in Benin. But either way, there is now violence in Edo State and the government has ordered a curfew. Now, we're also getting reports of a prison break in Edo State. The police are claiming that protesters released the prisoners. And again, the protesters are saying that this is not true. We've seen videos that claim to be from the prison break. Now, we can't say for a fact whether these videos are indeed showing the prison in Benin. But the people putting the videos online are saying that it is. And they're saying that it is protesters that let the prisoners out. Other people are pointing out that in the videos, the prison gates have not been broken. They've been opened. And they appear to have been opened from the inside. And then there's also the question of what the prison guards are doing. What were they doing? On Saturday, peaceful protesters in Anambra marched to the SARS station in Okozo. There's a video, and I'm showing it to you right now on our Facebook live feed. There's a video of the march, first of all, and then of police officers shooting them. If you're watching on Facebook, Nigeria Info 99.3, Nigeria Info FM on, on YouTube, you see a video of policemen shooting in the air at peaceful protesters. That's a police station in Okozo. So lots of Nigerians are asking if police were willing to shoot at peaceful protesters, how likely is it that they would allow a crowd to overrun and liberate a prison, which is a crime? Let me read you a tweet by Pascal Akome. He said, quote, I have visited this prison twice during outreaches. There are four gates before this main one that you see. Each of them are really gigantic structures. How did they open all four of them to gain access to the prisoners? Something does not add up here, end quote. We're also hearing from people who know how prisons work in Nigeria. And they are saying, according to standard protocol, once there is a protest on the streets, prison wardens order a full lockdown. That means every inmate is locked in their cell. So even if someone reopens uh, a gate or someone opens four main gates, how will they open all the cells to release all the prisoners? Others are pointing out that in 2012, for the Oko prison break, they needed explosives to breach the prison and people got out. So that's food for thought for you. Now, the police in Edo are also saying that uh, protesters raided three stations and carried away arms and ammunition. Uh, Ubeku uh, police station, Oba market uh, police station and Idobo police post. But again, the protesters are saying that it's not true. Yet again, some observers are asking, how did unarmed protesters carrying phones, carrying placards, overrun three police stations without the police shooting them? 
especially since we have confirmed cases of police shooting protesters even when they were peaceful. Now, let's move from Edo State to the FCT. The Punch is reporting that the army has taken over various roads, junctions and key locations where protesters have been gathering. The paper says uh, soldiers are deployed in parts of three arms zone, Ralph Shudende Street and Gulag Jonathan Expressway from AYA roundabout to Central Bank headquarters. Now, remember, over the weekend, protesters marched to CBN headquarters and camped there. It happened on Sunday. So observers are wondering why. Because remember that both the president and the vice president have gone on the record to say that peaceful protests are okay. So some Nigerians are wondering why is the army now blockading uh, uh, the places where the protesters have been meeting? There's no official statement from the army yet. But remember, over the weekend, Lam Hamed made a comment. The information minister, he said, government will no longer fold its arms and watch the protests. He said that in a TV interview. If you're watching us on uh, Facebook at the moment, we're going to play that footage for you. But if you're not watching, here it is. Resolved 
had with immediate effect. All state governments should set up a judicial panel of inquiry to investigate all cases of abuse or extrajudicial killing by the police. In all the states of the Federation and FCT, under the composition of that panel, will include representatives of the youth, civil society organizations, students, and to be chaired by a retired state high court judge of repute. The next one further to say that each state government, each state government must also put in place a special security and uh, a human rights you know, uh, panel that will oversee the conduct of the newly set up police special tactical unit. Again, the composition of that unit includes youth CSOs and the commander of the state tactical unit. Finally, the NEC mandated every state government, every state government rather, to take control and initiate contact and dialogue. Lai Mohammed there talking about uh, uh, what the government has done to meet the demands of the protesters and also uh, saying that... Um uh, government will no longer fold its arm and watch the protests. So some Nigerians are wondering whether the deployment of the army is based on Mr. Mohammed's statement. Meanwhile, we're also getting reports from Abuja that police officers are using tear gas against protesters. If you're watching on Facebook, you're seeing that footage as well of police officers um, firing tear gas into a crowd of protesters. Now, up until today, we've not heard any report of violence by protesters in Abuja. So far, we've seen live on, live on TV soldiers assault protesters. We've also uh, seen police use water cannons and tear gas on the protesters uh, um, weekend before last. Now we're hearing about tear gas again today. And if you're watching on Facebook, you can see that for yourself. Now, I should point out that the president and vice president have both said protesters have a right to gather peacefully. And they've also said that they've told security agencies to let them protest peacefully. The IG, in fact, released a, 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 press re, a press statement earlier last week saying to the police all over the country, stop firing at protesters. Why are we still seeing police tear gassing protesters? Why are we still seeing the army blocking protest areas? What do you think about what's happening in Abuja? 
how come there seems to be a difference between what the presidency is asking the police to do, the IG is asking the police to do, and what they seem to be doing? What do you think about what happened in Edo State today? 0700-993-993-993. You can also talk to us via WhatsApp. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. 080-959-75805. Yes, tweet at us at Nigeria Info FM. Yes, leave your thoughts on Facebook, Nigeria Info 99.3. And definitely call the live studio if you'd prefer. We've got Happy on the line. Happy, how are you? Thanks for calling us. I'm calling a restaurant on what she's saying now about police firing tear gas on the protesters. Yes, you're talking to can Sandra she, now. Go can ahead. She, can she remember what happened at Yaba today? I'm listening to you, um, Happy. Go ahead. I saw where some protesters attacked RRS patrol vehicle. I think they were going to work while they attacked them. Hmm. And they injured some of the RRS personnel, hmm. some policemen inside the patrol vehicle. Hmm. This uh, this patrol vehicle they used to carry carry RRS policemen. They were attacked on their way. Yes, I saw and that video. I, I saw that video as well. And the young men I saw throwing bottles and um, and um, stones were not carrying placards and did not say that they were protesters. So that, those could have been thugs. But, but that is bad for them to be attacking of police. Of course, it is bad. Like I heard, so many police stations. Sorry, sorry. Hello, Happy? I'm from Edo State. That was very wrong. Happy, are you there? Yes, I'm, I'm still on. Yes, now, now what, we, what we are debating is whether or not the protesters did it. I'm telling you the protesters are saying that they did not do it, but you called in to say protesters did it. But... I think if they are going on the other way, they should stop them. Are they protesters going them. on the other way or are thugs doing it? Thank you, Happy, for calling me. Because, I mean, it's one thing to call and say, uh, did you not see where protesters were attacking the police? Protesters have said that they did not attack the police. We saw those footage for ourselves. We saw young men carrying weapons and stoning RRS trucks in what appears to be Yaba. And those young men were not protesters. So why are you calling and authoritatively saying they were protesters? We've got Mohammed in Ikeja. Hello, Mohammed. Mohammed, hello. Hello, good evening. Good evening. Thanks for calling. Go ahead. Yeah, madam. How are you? How how how, how work and everything? Very well, thank you. Go ahead. I hope you didn't you, you didn't uh, tire too much that you have trekked. Right? <laughs> no, it's good exercise. Yeah, good exercise, especially for you, you big people like you. You know, yeah. <laughs> and then. Uh, about the protest, mm. I think um, everything has the beginning and has the end. I mm. think that the process uh, has to go on because I mean supporting the protest because okay. the bad governance in Nigeria is invariable. Okay, it's invariable actually. Okay. But um, I think uh, we need to go for break for now. Okay, and then let's give the government chance and see whether they are going to implement it or not. Okay. Uh, so then after some time, if they're not implementing, we'll come back. To the street. I think that was is better because the way it's going, if you continue like this, the government will use the opportunity, maybe some bad egg among the protests to go and cause some mayhem, and then government will use that opportunity to come down on everybody and spoil everything. Hmm. So because of that, we should just go to break, I think so. Okay. Then uh, later we'll come back. All right, Mohammed. Thank, Thank you so much for calling. I appreciate it. We'll take another call, 99.3. Hello. Hello. Thanks for calling. What's your name? My name is Jeff. I'm calling from Ubudu. Welcome, Jeff. Go ahead. 
Well, uh, for me, Sandra, well, I'm a first-time caller. Good to have you on the show. Go ahead. All right. Um, you see, this issue of uh, someone coming to say they saw some people stoning the police vehicle, I don't think it's true. Processors are not doing that. I've been to Victoria Island today. I've been to Yaba. I've been to Surulere. I've been to National Stadium. I've been to Ojota. And I'm currently in Ogudu. There is no place where you find protesters stoning any police vehicle. That's not true. And then secondly, do we hear that uh, the president has asked for policemen not to tear gas people? Hmm. The device, the same thing. And yet, these same policemen are still going ahead and tear gassing people. The truth is that who is really ruling who in this country? Who has authority? If at this same moment, this same critical time that we're in, the police is still defying the authority of the number one and number two citizens of this country, it just tells you we have not started anything yet. For me, I encourage the protest. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff, for calling us. We'll take one final call and I'll tell you what's happening in Kano. 99.3, hello. Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name? Yeah, thank you. This is Emmanuel. Emmanuel, good to have you on the show. Yeah, thank you. I fully support the protest and I believe that the protest must go on. And then there's another thing. What, uh, this president, eh, you know, cannot, does not talk and then his uh, statement will any water. No, anytime that he says anything, this president uh, is fond of doing the opposite. So the protest should go on. And then one thing that this government may do go on to instigate violence. In order to give the protesters a bad name. So please, go with all of us. Thank you. Thank you for calling. If you just joined the show, hello to you. I told you that in Edo State, the government just declared a curfew. It starts in less than an hour from now at four o'clock. Government says there's been violence in the state, but there's been disagreement about who is behind the violence. Government says hoodlums pretending to be NSAS protesters are attacking people and vandalizing places. Protesters are saying that they have no hand in the violence and that these are thugs who have been sent to sabotage and discredit the protests. Protesters are even saying, in fact, that they haven't even been on the streets today in Benin. But either way, there's violence in Edo State and the government has ordered a curfew. Now, I also told you that there was a prison break in Edo. Uh, the police are claiming that protesters released the prisoners. Protesters are saying that this is not true. We've seen videos that claim to be from the prison break. And we can't say for a fact whether these videos are indeed showing the prison in Benin. Now, people who are putting the videos online are saying that it is the prison in Benin. And they're saying that protesters let the uh, prisoners out. Other people who are watching the videos are pointing out that the prison gates are not broken that they have been opened and that they appear to have been opened from the inside. Now, I told you about protesters going to Okozo to go and protest at the SARS uh, center in Okozo. And there's a video of officers shooting at these protesters. And lots of people have talked about visiting that prison in, uh, in Edo State and talked about how it's almost impossible for uh, protesters to gain entrance into the prison. So how come this is happening? You're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. It's 26 minutes past three. We'll take a quick break and then we're going to bring you more talk, more conversation right here on 99.3 Nigeria Info. I'm Sandra Ezekwesli. Don't go away. Uh, 
your head. You're wrong. It's not only millions. It's equilibrium. How come you remember these things? It's been a while we went to school. Haven't you been attending daily lessons on Wazobia Max TV? Daily lessons on Wazobia Max? Yeah, that's right. Daily lessons showing Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. on Wazobia Max TV. DSTV Channel 259. UHF 57 on Wazobia TV. Go TV Channel 98. My TV Channel 17. Free TV Channel 744. And Star Times Channel 195. Also on Wazobia FM 95.1. From Mondays to Fridays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. So, what then are you waiting for? Get your children and wards tuned in and give them that edge over their peers. At Wazobia Max Media, inclusive learning is our major concern. Listening to your number one station for talk. Your number one station for talk. 99.3 Nigeria Info. Let's talk. This is the big three. The big three. On the hard facts. On 99.3 Nigeria Info. From Edo State to the FCT, the punch is reporting that the army has taken over various roads. I told you that earlier on, and you've called in to talk about what exactly is happening there. Now, I also told you that uh, I'll talk to you about Kano's protests. In Kano, protesters are back on the streets in big numbers, and they're claiming that police killed an innocent bystander yesterday, an innocent boy, uh, after taking him from his home. His name is uh, Seifulai Dairu. He was 17 years old, a minor. And allegedly he was at home last night watching a movie on his phone when police stormed the house and took him away. Police did not say why he was being taken away. He was a laundryman, by the way. Someone running his own small business. And now this morning, police contacted his family and told them to come and pick up his body at the hospital. Now, this story has made the rounds in Kano, and so people are on the streets in their numbers, demanding justice. And this brings up the question of whether or not the police are reading the room. Because, like I said, you have the vice president saying the police should take it easy. We have the Senate president and the speaker saying government has listened to the people. You have the IG giving directives to the police to relax. And yet, we're still seeing these stories from all over the country of police allegedly raiding people in their homes or extorting them at checkpoints. It's still ongoing. So the question is, does the police see it as business as usual? The police command and the elected leaders are saying things have to change. Is the police listening to them? 0700-993-993-993. How do you think the police is responding to everything government and the people are saying to them? Do you think the police is exercising the proper restraint at this time? Do you believe that the police is paying enough attention to the orders from above? 0700-993-993-993. Don't forget, we've got Madam Landlord coming your way um, from 4 p.m. After that, we're going to continue this conversation uh, about the big weekend that Nigeria had because it was it was a massive weekend. And there's no way we get, uh, we, we touch everything that happened over the weekend uh, on the big three today. So 5 p.m. we'll continue talking. Ike Chukwinota, how are you? Thanks for calling. Yeah, good afternoon. Good afternoon. 
There is no amount of uh, uh, conspiracy theory or blackmail from the soldiers or from the hoodlums that will make us to stop this process for the first time in life. We must continue to protest. Let us continue shooting. Nothing will happen. I am starting my own hashtag. End lawmakers. Pay for this 500,000 and pay lawmakers 30,000 dollars. That's my own. <laughs> okay. Hashtag end lawmakers. Pay the 30,000 and pay police copra 500,000. No intimidation will stop you. All right, Ikechiku, thank you for calling. We've got Chidebere and Ikorodu calling us as well. Chidebere, how are you? My sister Sandra, good day. Good day. How's Ikorodu today? We're hearing rumors that we can't confirm. Yeah, at uh, Ikorodu Garage. Okay. How Total are... blockage. Total <laughs> blockage, no movement. Okay, okay. Yeah, but but, but there's way. no violence, yeah. right? No, not, not yet, not yet. Okay, not all right, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I just want to recall in the morning, permit me, mm -hmm. when Kevin was telling Kodri, Sheriff, that when the uh, soldiers declared that they are loyal to the presidency, Kevin was trying to interpret that to Sheriff, and Sheriff was defending the presidency and the Nigerian army. Mm. You can see what is happening in Abuja now. So how do you reconcile that? When somebody say I am loyal to my organ, it means any instruction given to me by my organ, I will abide. And that includes going after the protesters. And that's what's happened. Kevin was analyzing it in the morning, and Kodri was uh, defending the Nigerian army and the presidency. May God help all of us. All right, Chidebere, thank you for calling. Let me go to WhatsApp where we've got messages here. Sandra, thank you, uh, Nigeria Info, for informing us. Great work you guys are doing. I want the protesters to take a break and give the government time to act. After a while, they should hit the streets again. Fast away from Maryland, says. Hmm, uh, let's talk about the rise of Mr. Anonymous. Uh, no, we're not going to be talking about that. Kane Delpe says, uh, no one is hijacking uh, NSAR's protests. This is the beginning of a new Nigeria. We are at the protest ground yesterday still requesting for our demands. The government should be very careful uh, with their intent to push the military out to quell the protests. This is an ill treatment. Politicians have seen it coming. I believe they are strategizing by now. A master will never allow his slave to be free. It is the slave that will forcefully fight for his freedom. Uh, um, Ogwe says that he's happy about this great development. Different is calling us. Uh, different is in Ikoi. Hello, Different. Hello. How are you, Different? Welcome. I'm fine, thank you. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Go ahead. Yeah, please, uh, I want to talk about uh, what is going on, the situation on ground now in, the, in Abuja. Yes, you know. go ahead. You know, they have to understand that uh, Nigeria have changed. They, 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 they really would have woken up. You know, we, we were sleeping initially, but we've woken up. We've come to understand what, is, what governance is all about. So I think the only thing they can do, they can intimidate us. But we, we are here to say... We are not scared of them any longer. Because they have to understand that uh, one of the days that if they start shooting at us, the world will start running. But now, so far so good, we have record death of more than 25 people down, but still we've not given up. And the death of those who have died because of this struggle will not go in vain. So 
to me personally, I found it is better to die for this for this for this protest that is going on now to a better Nigeria than to live for nothing because automatically we are living for nothing. Not the life is is doesn't want living again in this country. People are looking. Exeter is taking 129 million naira in a month. They cannot even pay common 30,000 of a of minimum wage, and we are saying we, we, we should sit down to be held with them. Yeah. All right, let's 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 uh, mind our language. Uh, so apologies for that language. When you're on air, uh, you have to control uh, control yourself. We've got Dr. Shitu uh, Temitope uh, who says, "Welcome back, Sandra. Uh, let's take a break on the protest. Let's give them like three weeks to get five or five done. The generation of these current leaders are too old to move at our pace. Due to the hijacked scenarios, it is time to retreat, reload, and refire after the." end of the three weeks given to the government if they solve five for five let's give them another mathematics from ensars 10 of 10 ensars movement is to solve all issues of nigeria and nigerians let's fight in phases that's the best strategy for winning warfare especially when our battle is big and our enemy is many like we have in nigeria but dr shitu do we even have movement from the part of the government that says to the people um, we're doing enough for you to trust us and take a break. Has the government acted? Has the government acted in a way that the protesters um, can see and say, you know what? Yeah, let's take a break. Do you think so? What What has the government done? I'm not talking about said. I'm talking about done. What has the government done that the protesters on the streets or online can see or hold on to and say, okay, make we take break, then we'll go come back. Seriously. Sandra, I would like to uh, walk with you to work tomorrow. <laughs> oh, I'll see. Thank you for, for offering to walk with me. Uh, we've got uh, somebody who says there's no other time to source okay than now, regardless of the miscreants who are trying to take advantage of the protests. Our voices have been heard and they now know how powerful the youth are. Time for government to start working on the wrongs. I hope Comrade Akban is fine. It's been a while I heard him on the radio. Ola Tayo from Ikorodu uh, sent that message in. We'll take a message from Mushing. Hello, uh, Emeka and Mushing. Yeah, uh, Zandra, good afternoon. Good afternoon, welcome. Uh, thank you so much. Mm. Uh, see, I know this government is not being sincere. Okay. When they told us that uh, the soldiers, I mean, the the police should not, um, you know, tear us or, you know, interfere with the protesters or, you know, disturb them. Mm. I knew they were not just sincere. You know, the body language of the president. He is not perturbed with this happening. He finds it so easy. And I I saw on you know on this one of these uh, places in social media today why when one uh, one of these ambassadors was telling the president it should be hard on the protesters. They see it that way. They don't they don't understand the sounds of the time. They don't seem to understand. They still see it as military thing. They will come, bombard the people and, you know, get up and get away with it. But this is not so anymore. These people that are being killed, people are watching. They are recording it. They will suffer it themselves. You can't you can destroy protesters. You can't kill them and go free. Those people, they say they are scams. They are being abandoned by government. They organize them in order to give bad names to the protesters. They are the people organizing it. You know that. 
All right, Emeka, thank you for calling. If you just joined the show, you're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. Every Monday, we bring you the big weekend. The big weekend covers um, all the biggest events of the weekend. And uh, a lot of things happened in Nigeria over the weekend. We started with the Edo curfew. And I told you that um, <clears throat> there was a, a prison break in Edo State. Police are claiming that protesters released the prisoners. Uh, again, and protesters are saying that it's not true, that they did not release any prisoners. Uh, we've seen videos that claim to be from the prison break. And we cannot say for a fact whether these videos are indeed showing the prison in Benin. But the people putting the videos online are saying it is the prison in Benin. And they're saying that it's the protesters that let the prisoners out. People are pointing out that in the videos, the prison gates have not been broken. They have been opened. And they appear to have been opened from the inside. Now, I told you earlier on that um, there's also the question of what the prison guards were doing. I told you that on Saturday, peaceful protesters in Anambra marched to the SARS station in Okozo. And there's a video of the officers there shooting them. So a lot of people are asking if, if, if police were willing to shoot at peaceful protesters, how likely is it that they would allow a crowd to overrun and to liberate a prison, which is a crime? I read a tweet to you from Pascal Akome. He said, I have visited this prison twice during outreaches. They, there are four gates before this main gate that you see. Each of them are really gigantic structures. How did they open all four of them to gain access to the prisoners? Something does not add up. End quote. There are people who know how prisons work in Nigeria and those people are saying that according to the standard protocol, once there is a protest on the streets, prison wardens order a full lockdown. That means every inmate is locked in their cell. So even if someone opens the four main gates at this prison, how would they open all the cells to release all the prisoners? And then some other people are pointing out that in 2012... For the Oko prison break, they needed explosives to breach the prison and get people out. And so protesters with placards and phones broke these people out of prison in Edo State. So yeah, that's where Edo. I also told you what's happening in Abuja and I told you what's happened in Kano. Now, something else happened during the weekend that was huge. We heard from the families of some of the people who have died in the NSAS protests. That's right. In the 11 days that Nigerians have been protesting about police brutality, 10 people at least have died. You heard about Jimo Ishiak, the young man who was shot uh, dead by police during uh, NSAS demonstrations in your state. Now, in Lagos, we have Ngozi Iloha Mazu. Her husband was not a protester. I told you about her husband. Her husband was just near the protests in Suruliri, and he was hit by a stray bullet. And now she, too, is a widow. Her husband was somebody's driver. He came down from the car to pee and then stand and observe the protesters because of the traffic at Suruliri. And then police started to shoot. And this man was brought down by a stray bullet. Here's what his widow had to say. 
not a trouble. He loves him so much because he's a quiet man. Just left in the morning. I walk ahead with my husband is dead. Shot to me. I don't know how I bear it. With the fear of the house. Mouth is no more. I don't know how I'll cope my life. You just disappear like this from me. No, 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 no. Let them use this, my husband, home to do something in Nigeria. I mean that this thing cannot happen again. <laughs> As I have told my husband, my husband will not come back to life again. Let they use this my husband to make to do that no they will not treat anybody like this again in Nigeria. My husband is not coming back again to me again. <laughs> not coming back to me again. They are treating you die and leave me for nothing. Mrs. Ngozi Ilohama is right there talking about her husband who was killed by a stray bullet um, during the protests. Now, she's not the only one um, who has granted media interviews. Jimoy Siak's family members also granted media interviews. Um, the whole NSAS movement exists because a lot of Nigerians have a story of a loved one killed by the police. So on Friday night, all over the country, the NSAS protests became a candlelight memorial. Nigerians came and uh, carried candles and uh, sang songs and um, said quite a lot. Said quite a lot. Told quite a lot of stories. Heard from people whose lives have been ripped apart by police brutality. Like Chijioke's family. So for those of you who don't know the story of Chijioke, I'm just going to tell you what happened quickly. So Chijioke was 20 years old in 2012 and he went for a child dedication. He was picked up there and he was taken, he was allegedly taken to SAR's office. When his family went to look for him, they were told that he had been taken to the headquarters. They went there to find him. His mother spotted him being brought into the station and she said, that's my child. And the officer in charge of that station, the notorious Muanfo, asked them to boot her and the family out of the premises and then they were pushed out. Since then, they haven't seen Shidoke again. The next time they went, the officer one for boasted that he killed, he shot Chidoke, and there's nothing anyone can do about it. They searched for him, and then some other officers told the parents that it's possible he hasn't died, that the man could just be bluffing. They should bring some money to bribe him. The father brought some money. The officer said the money was too small. The father went, sold his land, sold some properties, raised three million, gave it to the man. And the man said three million was chicken change. And the most horrifying part of this story, if you are a parent, that man, CSP Wafo, made Chichoke's dad to, to look for Chichoke's body. 
in a river of dead bodies. He made him turn every single corpse upside down, searching for his son. I can't imagine what that man was going through. One part of him would think, let me find this body so that we can have closure. Another part of him would think, let me not find this body so that we can have hope. This is the impunity with which officers have treated us. They came to Abuja to seek justice. The state CID told them they would have to pay money to transport officers down to the state where it happened to investigate. We have no system. We cannot get tired. Are you tired? And that happened on Friday alongside a lot of other stories that I'll be sharing with you as the show goes on. But what a harrowing story. What a horrifying story. Imagine that man, Chidioke's father, swimming through that river. I kept thinking of my father if he were alive. I kept thinking of my brothers. I kept thinking about my father swimming through a river filled with bodies looking for my brothers my twin, my younger brother, and I, I couldn't sleep. Friday night, it was, it was difficult. Regular Nigerians sharing these stories, and these stories, these missing pieces of people's lives, that's why the protesters say enough is enough. I have another heartbreaking story coming from Ibadan, a woman uh, who talked about what happened to her own brother. And I'll share that story with you between five and six. We'll start five and six with that particular story. There are so many of these stories, so, so many. I'll bring you more of them all week long. If you have your own story of extortion or brutality or assault, call in and tell me as well. Reach out to the state's judicial uh, judicial, uh, panel of inquiry. They've set up a panel now. Now, what I want to ask you is how this was able to go on for so long. We all know these things have been happening. So if you and I, who are outsiders to government, knew that these things, that things like this were happening, is it possible that the people inside government or in the police high command were not aware? Bear in mind, everybody who's in government today was not in government yesterday. So even if they cannot see everything when they are in power, they definitely saw it before they were in power, when they were ordinary citizens like you and I. So how come, knowing everything we know about these terrible abuses, the people with power allowed them to go on? Why did it take these NSAS protests for meaningful action to be taken? Why did people have to start blocking Tollgate, marching to Unity Fountain, blocking Airport Road for us to start talking about banning SARS, setting up judicial panels of inquiry? Why have these abuses been allowed to go on for so long? 0700-993-993-993. We've got 10 minutes until the show's done, until the this segment of the show anyway is done. And then we'll move on to talk about um, landlord issues and rent issues. Um, are you able to pay your rent? If you're a landlord, are you considering um, uh, extending the time frame for when your tenants can pay their rent? Uh, just to take a quick break from SARS protests and then we'll move back to SARS from 5 p.m. We've got Moses Inikoyi on the line. Moses, thank you for calling us. So thank you. Good evening, Ma. Good evening, sir. So my name is Moses. I'm calling from Ekoi. Go ahead. 
you see, I, I know if if K is not taking this thing, will go out of hand. Okay. And uh, the way me I see it, I can smell revolution coming. If K is not taking, you remember the, between Arzaki and uh, Ami. Hmm. Ami will always tell you that they clash. They will not say they are clash. They say they clash. They are going on their normal exercise and they come across uh, Arzaki people. Really, they should know that we, the youth, we are fighting for our rights. It's a peaceful protest. Okay. Hello, ma. All right. I can hear you. It's a peaceful prophet, protest. We are not fighting anybody. Mm. So they should do it in a way that even if they are coming out, they should alert the youth that this is what they are coming for. And if they want us to, to understand with the government, let the president himself come out and say, okay, my, my children, let's set a panel. On, on, let's, say, let's sit on how to talk about this issue. Let us discuss with... Uh, the other day I made mention of talking with people from the, from the station, this uh, Nigeria Info. Hmm. At least speak one or two people, like Ms. Mrs. Joyce, Chukudi, and uh, Mr. Sheriff. Hmm. Because I know that we talk to you guys almost every day. Hmm. If you come on air, we can tell, we can ask you how far, how far about the meeting. But if for government to just come and say the issue is over, we are going to talk about it. The youth will not understand with them because they have been lying since from 2015. They promised us changes. We buy for this, we buy for that. What and what have they done? That is my own contribution, ma'am. Thanks for calling, sir. We appreciate it. Uh, Joel Modest from VI says, I suggest the youth go back and re-strategize because government are trying harder to trigger anarchy, which will lead to so many lost lives. Chuk Sinisola, how are you? Thank you very much. Thank you. Sandra, please, uh, let me quickly contribute about what uh, Ahmed uh, Lawa said. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Uh, uh, they've not really met at Mandu. Sandra, look at the uh, Black Lives Matter. Mm. How many weeks did it take them to persecute the police officers that perpetrated that killed uh, Floyd? Mm. You see, have they persecuted any this thing? Is it just to, people are here crying, complaining that they've not gotten justice? We are talking about James Wafo. Mm. We are talking about so many of them. So what stopped them? What what would it take them to persecute them? Take them to to know whether they are guilty or not. Nobody's saying they are just now. But why, why what stop them from trying them publicly let everybody know? And they say they have met, met their the demands. It's not true. It's not true. Hello? I can hear you, sir. And them talking about, the, I don't know when they start caring about Nigeria and our income now. Hmm. Stop going to work and care about. In pandemic, in lockdown, the idea in the house, they shared up to 40-something million to buy cars for themselves. And they are not talking about our welfare. They shared the palliative. They are not talking about our welfare. We didn't get anything. So how, how are they showing concern now that we should go with job? This is, is accumulated suffering. And we've always told them when, when it gets to that time, we will not hear it. We will not hear stop. So they should forget, obviously, they should meet their demand. Persecute those people so that we know. Persecute them. Let them start from there. Scrabbling SARS doesn't make any sense. Let them persecute them. That's part of the demand. Okay. We want to see it. 
All right. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Chooks, for calling. We've got uh, WhatsApp messages. I'll, I'll just take social media messages and that's where we'll uh, wrap up and move on to Madam Landlord. Uh, we've got... Uh, okay, this person says... Uh, uh, okay. Hmm. Well, we can't confirm that, so I can't take that story on air. Sandra, I see Chijoke's case as murder case by the same police officer. I'm very angry here, Sandra. Uh, Sandra, no break at all. We've given them enough breaks since 1960. Enough is enough. Uh, uh, thank you for sending your message in. We've got uh, this person who says, in my view, the protests should be suspended. Now, it's difficult to dis- distinguish genuine protesters from infiltrators which is gradually making the protests lose legitimacy. There's need to change strategy by suspending further protests and give government timeline to implement the demands. The youth might be gradually playing into the hands of those that have the intention of criminalizing the protests, thereby justifying the use of force. Thank you. Coyote says, Coyote, thank you for sending your message in. Louis says, Sandra, please, I want to know the name of the ambassador who's telling the president to be hard on the protesters and the embassy where he's representing. Uh, his name is uh, Ambassador Kumasi. I think I'm trying to remember um, his first name now, but I'll get uh, the, the name of the embassy where he's representing later on. Uh, good afternoon, Sandra. Please advise the government not to engage soldiers as they are contemplating us doing so. Will amount to playing into the hands of protesters who should not be pushed to the wall. Rather than talking their actions, government should be seen to be doing instead. Hence, the youth are tired of endless promises. This country should be reconstructed immediately. Uh, Tony Anaili from Ijegamo says Tony thank you for sending your message in let me go to Facebook and take a look at uh, the comments you have there for us Facebook is Nigeria Info 99.3 Nigeria Info 99.3 we're also streaming live on uh, YouTube and a lot of the videos that uh, I've played for you a lot of the audio you've heard on the show today I've played the, the videos for you on Facebook King James AIG says good afternoon Sandra for me if we take a break we can never regroup like this again and once the government sees that we've taken a break they will want to implore another means of frustrating the masses no retreat no surrender we move adobe ekuna says the president kept mute as always the earlier he starts realizing that nigerians are on a new pedestal and new reasoning the better for him and his government omoni adeshola says please let the youth express themselves we need to talk uh youth are angry we have no leaders in government uh, we've got Davidson of Foyesua who says, I lost faith in the Nigerian police force when I asked for directions and instead a gun was pointed to me like I was an animal. We've got uh, Monday Simon who says, good afternoon, Sandra. How are you doing? I see a new Nigeria coming out of this country. Williams Victor says, I would have loved to protest to, uh, the protest to take a break, but the body language of our president is very bad. He's using us to catch crews, so we continue. We've got uh, uh, Tochiku Lewis who says uh, he wants to know. I think Tochiku Lewis is the same person who uh, sent me that message on WhatsApp as well. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. I'm getting so many messages and it's going to be difficult to um, get them all in real time. So uh, just bear with me while we try uh, to get all of them. All right. Just, just, you know, bear with me. Let's go 
to Twitter very quickly. Twitter's at Nigeria Info FM. If you just joined the show, we've talked so far about the candlelight vigil that held in different parts of Nigeria. We've talked about the Edo State curfew that starts in two minutes. Starts in two minutes from four o'clock. Government says there's been violence on the state and so they are imposing a curfew. I told you that uh, the Punch reported that the army has taken over various uh, roads, junctions and key locations where protesters have been gathering uh, in Abuja. A paper says soldiers are deployed in parts of uh, Three Arms Zone, Ralph Shudende Street, Gulag Jonathan Expressway, AYA Roundabout to Central Bank Headquarters. Over the weekend, protesters marched to Central Bank Headquarters. So I'm guessing that's why they think that that's... Um, uh, that's a good enough uh, place to hold. And I also told you that in Kano, protesters are back on the streets in big numbers and they're claiming that police killed an innocent boy yesterday, 17-year-old minor yesterday, uh, who is a laundryman. They killed him uh, when they broke into his home while he was watching um, a movie on his phone and um, they allegedly carted him off to their station and then this morning called his parents to come and pick up his dead body. That's a story coming out of Kano. The police, they have not given an official statement at, as to what exactly is going on. But um, as soon as we know something, uh, you will know as well. I am Sandra Ezekwesili. The news will come your way at the top of the hour from four o'clock. And after the business news at four, let's switch gears and talk about rent. Are you ready to pay your rent uh, as a as a landlord landlady are you willing uh, to move the date for your rent considering that there was a lockdown for a long time number one and number two considering that uh, that lockdown meant that a lot of people have had to go without jobs you're listening to 99.3 nigeria info i am sandra ezekwesili